Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So this podcast is sponsored by the Avalon Bar. They are a pub on Kent Road in Glasgow, 21A, a local business owned by a friend that have started as a new pub and we're all struggling right now. So it's a good pub that's reopened. They've got some fast, fantastic nights and some cheap drinks. So go and support a local business. Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Darren Connell and this is the fourth episode of Straight White Whale. Thank you very much for listening so far. It's been good fun. Have you been enjoying it, Paul? Aye, mate. Aye. Some laugh, mate. I've got them. I'll be, I'll be honest, mate. Uh, I've been really enjoying it and I regret um, leaving it so long for no starting back a podcast. Especially when you see the amount of cunts are then. Them. Aye, mate, that's it, man. Anybody with a mic in a Zoom <laughs> accounts fucking a podcaster nowadays. Aye, I've been listening to them and I'm like, here, wait a minute, I can do that. What am I doing, ripping the lid off it and watching Netflix? Be I productive, can... mate, be productive. <laughs> so how have you been, mate? How's your week been? All right, mate, I'm off on holiday next week. I'm looking forward to it. It's when you're, I'm self-employed. When you're self-employed, I think sometimes you don't take holidays. <laughs> but uh, I have no... I've not had a week off for about four or five months. Wow. So I am off this week and I'm going up to the Highlands. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I'm off next week as well. So we'll probably try and sort a thing with the podcast out, even if you want to just take a break for a week. Then we can go back. We'll see what happens, mate. We'll see what happens. That's pure shit chat for cunts listening to it. Are they talking about a holiday? Um, I'm going to see Chappelle next week. Are you? Yes. So did you watch his special? Yes, I did. Okay, what did you think? 
I fell asleep with 10 minutes left, not because I thought it was shite, just because I stayed up till like three in the morning to watch it. Right. I thought it was very good. Um, actually, that's an understatement. The guy's a genius. I think he's the greatest living stand up comedian ever. Right now, anyway, he's the definition of a comedian that is top of his game. I think so, Tammy. And there's been a hell of a lot of backlash. I'm sort of like flip flopping, but I would say to people to watch it and just make up your own mind. It's that is what it is, you know. Yes, it is art, and the guy is absolutely shit hot. And like, obviously, this is no controversial. This is just my opinion. Obviously, I support the trans community, and uh, but what I've what I've always had a problem with, see bathrooms. Now this has got nothing to do with trans people, but what I noticed the worst, see when lockdown was here, and then see getting back to normal life. Mm-hmm. Have I spoke about this in the podcast? Actually, see cubicles, uh, no cubicles. Uh, see your rhinos. Uh-huh. They're fucking mental, aren't they? In what way? Like, right, so I'm piss shy. I've always <laughs> been piss shy. piss shy? It's when you go to your urino and you go to do a piss and then an old creepy fat bastard stands beside you and he's like, all right, son, while looking at your bare end and you're trying to do a piss. Right. And you can't do a piss. Right, okay. That's Aye. piss shy. Stage fright. Stage fright. Right, okay. And then your wee bobby goes like that, up your ass. Turns into an So... I think it's weird. Like, also, like, you ever see old guys then peas at your rhinos and they take a wee bit too long while shaking it? Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's just, you're having a wank, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, I believe, I'm not educated enough on the subject, but I believe in uh, it's mixed bathrooms, isn't it? Uh, aye, it would be, like, uh, aye, just non-gender, like, just, like, a sort of one bathroom, one big bathroom for everybody to go into. Right, I, I, I'm for that. I'm absolutely for that, and if trans people want to share, then that's cool, but we need to take away urinals, because I'm piss shy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you on that, mate. I support them 100%, and whatever the, 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 how people want to, no, even just uh, trans, trans people, just, you know, anybody, however they want to identify However they want to be addressed is fine by me. I'm with you on that. Quite a heavy subject to start the podcast. So Chappelle, mate, you must be buzzing. I'm absolutely buzzing. Um, I went to see him about two weeks before the last lockdown and I was walking about um, Chinatown in London and it was like empty because everybody had the COVID fear. Mm -hmm. But we went to see him live and it was beautiful to see because I've been a stand-up comedian since I've been 18. And when I watched him, I was like, wow. It's like watching Picasso paint or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. This is the pe- someone who is, is like watching fucking, you know, I don't know. like Cristiano a- Ronaldo rape someday. <laughs> Um, allegedly, <laughs> <laughs> this is a funny thing. Do you know? I think that how a lot of the sort of, I mean, we've, we've spoke about COVID denial and people f- fear about the two tier society, it already exists, yeah, between the super talented and the super rich and everybody else, yeah. It's just that everybody's so scared of this man. It's, um, I mean, or, I, they love them so much that they're willing to kind of 
just ignore everything that they do yeah. that's bad. You know what I mean? Like, I mate, fucking pretty horrendous. We seen it during the week, mate. People were out on the streets of Newcastle celebrating the Saudi royal family buying Newcastle United. I know. And the Saudi Arabian royal family are pretty much the fucking Hitlers and the Stalins of this age. Aye. And people were out because Mike Ashley. Aye. Because of Sports Direct. <laughs> how how strange is that? That a self-made, maybe he's no self-made, but a self-made billionaire gets bought out of a football team by murderers, mm-hmm. misogynists, you know, like uh, dictators, yeah. pretty much, um, and normal working class people in the northeast England are out celebrating in the streets. Like. Yeah, it's mental. Um, Jimmy Five Bellies, is he still alive? I don't know, mate. I was going to try and... No, nah, it's just a terrible joke, man. We'll Go for f- it. I want to hear it. We can cut it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. I don't. Honestly, I don't know what I was going to say. I think it was just like a nervous tick. Just Jimmy Five Bellies. <laughs> anything associated with Newcastle whatsoever. You just think of Jimmy. My arse is absolutely burst today, mate. I started a new personal trainer. I ditched the, the other one. The other one was a bit of a cowboy. Cowboy personal trainers. Just like the cold water therapy. Um... Uh, I know he's a good personal trainer because I can barely fucking walk to the point that like you ever get somebody that pushes you so hard and you're like oh, I think I've got COVID symptoms man like, for, <laughs> like something's wrong with my lungs man the, I was born different all, all the excuses start to give it <laughs> <laughs> this is my mental health mate you're, you're impacting my mental health you need oh. to stop pushing me but what a feeling man to, to get a good trainer and to do it properly even like your boxing uh, wraps are fucking drenched in sweat and you're like, right, this is how you should really feel. But mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be late for the podcast today, mate. I was like shuffling along the road. I had to get a taxi. Like, oh my God. Wait for the so, water. Oh, mate, I can barely fucking sit down. And I sat outside the outside the building and just sat in the pavement eating a sandwich, dr- uh, drenching it in hot sauce. But you've got your curtains down, so people just thought I was sitting on the pavement. <laughs> What a fucking it's, hobo. Did them they throw you change? Aye. <laughs> Aye, they were just like, what's he then? What's that handsome guy then sitting in the fucking pavement? <laughs> Did you see the story about the Zodiac killer? Yes. Mate, how fucking crazy is this that this guy has been on internet forums <laughs> slagging, fucking, slagging other serial killers for getting caught? What type of comments was he making? Like, Because uh, I was unaware of that, by the way. I never knew he was doing that. Let's, let's read some out. So the Zodiac killer get found, they, they found out who it was recently and the guy passed away in 2018 or That's something. That's it, mate. That's exactly it. Um, let's find some of these. Uh, I bet you he was amazing at Zodoku. Ah, sorry, I'm so sorry. Ba-dum-sh. Ah, 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 that Zodiac. <laughs> you can <laughs> Sorry, I've got fucking, because I've been training, I feel uh, um, delusional. Apparently he's a Lady Gaga fan. Katy Perry fan, so like big into pop music, but there was also a post by somebody called, I don't, I think, was they saying this was the funniest, so this is a tweet by KTW6 News Network in America, so it must be like, you know, the funniest thing about identifying the Zodiac Killer, Gary Francis post, is some guy knew it was him, and was just like hanging out with him, and the guy's Facebook post for the 12th of November 2018, has got photos of him with him that says, my last visit with the old man, Gary Post. Zodiac, question mark. God dang, I miss this old man. So people out there knew it was him and just 
hung about will mate. That is insane. But I, he, he was commenting on like, there was one where it was about, what, what's the Gacy guy? John Wayne Gacy, uh-huh. the clown. And guy. he was just like, he's a fraud. I'll let, ha ha, I didn't get caught. It was just stuff like that on YouTube videos. As he's liking like Katie Price videos and stuff. Uh, and Katie, uh, Katie Price, fuck's sake. Uh, he's like a pure avid music fan. He would do like reviews on like music and pop music and stuff like that. It's just, I just think it's crazy that they've, the guy's been there, people have known, mm-hmm. nobody's outed it. But see our, our society, how like you get distracted with shiny toys. Like see when the news broke that they found the Zodiac Killer. Mm-hmm. See, within five minutes, I was just like gone through Netflix. Like, nah. Aye. Let's go. All right. Cool. Okay. It's the same when the American government released UFO evidence. It was just that. What do you make of that, mate? What's your, what's your take? I, I don't know about Bob Lazar, but I definitely believe in UFOs and there's life outside. Have you heard about Bob Lazar? I think some of the stuff that he said is true. Well, pretty much all it's been proven. Oh, really? I will. I stand correct. He was talking about Element 215 in back in the 80s. Aye. So there's like a few things that Bob Lazar's go right. He spoke about the pill, which we've now got conclusive video proof of, like in the sense the the Navy videos, this wee thing that just shifts. Yeah. Looks like it just teleports. He was talking about that back in the 80s as well. He was 100% there, I think, mate, and his stories never changed over the course of nearly 40 years. Wow. The guy's stories never changed. So I think he's one of the very few genuine. Have you ever seen a film called Fire in the Sky? No. So it's about, uh, it's based on true events, and it's about loggers in America. That right. They were, they were logging, and during their shift, they seen a light in the sky. And they were like, what the fuck is well, mate, that? See, when I was 10, I was coming back for Aikido. And me and my big cousin Thomas were coming back for that. And we were walking through a bit of Carntine that's called the Plany. And we're walking through, mate. It's pitch black, isn't it? Streetlights are in, it's about, you know, a mile squared or whatever. <sighs> and for whatever reason, mate, I don't know why. I don't, it wasn't a sound. But Bayface just looked up and there was a white dot that looked like um, if you could imagine a really, really, really bright light bulb, but maybe about four miles up in the sky. So, like, the strength of a light bulb in a house, but just tiny. So it wasn't a plane, mm. and it wasn't a star. And then the thing just made a fucking zigzag shape in the sky and disappeared and left a fucking, like, white light like lightning. And me and my cousin turned around and looked at each other and just ran separate wow. directions. I ran him, he ran him. And I got up the next day and we all got to school. I went along to the end of the street to go on the bus to go to school. And I said to him, like, fuck, what was that all about last night? And he was like, that didn't happen. That was a dream. He was just wow. in pure denial. I was about 10, he was 12. And then, um, mate, I, I swear to God, it happened. And then when I was about 15, and I'll caveat this with saying I was absolutely stoned up my mind mm. on fucking hash, bon- uh, hash buckets. <laughs> Me and my mate had walked up to the nearest... <laughs> Esso station Aye. to get like 24 hour Esso station to get munchies at like pure one in the morning and as we were coming back through sort of Hag Hill there's a park called Garth Park again pitch black and then this just ball light just blinded the two of us there was nothing running about us but it was like all consuming you couldn't see anything 
uh-huh. then it just went off. Like somebody flicked a light switch and it went away and, and me and him just turned on each other and just freaked out, mate. Just were like poor I've got no idea what that was. Did you did you see that? Aye, aye. What was that? I don't know. And the two is just for like fuck. So I've had two weird, unexplainable experiences with like light. Mm-hmm. But that thing that I seen that I remember seeing in the sky doing a zigzag, it was exactly like that fucking pill thing, mate. It just jumped across the fucking sky and then disappeared out of nowhere. There was no noise, there was no explosions, there was there was nothing. It was just this white light that was just dotting about the fucking sky. So, That's mate, beautiful. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I, don't, I would I would never be like, that was a UFO. i seen a UFO. I just, I've got no explanation. But see the way that you see this footage, it looked the exact same like that. Like a fucking tic-tac in the sky. Uh-huh. And I, I swear on my dad's grave it happened. I believe you, you know mate. I mean? I'm open-minded. I want it to be true. And there's, it's true now that, I mean, the government are actually releasing stuff about it but um i've I've never had an experience like my opinion is is that they have either hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Develop this technology and not been wanting to gear it to like the Russians during the Cold War and the Chinese since then and, and whatever. So it's either te- technology suppression, which absolutely happens. Like they wouldn't they didn't tell us when they had the atomic bomb. They they had the ability to track people through facial recognition before they put it in. So this thing this happens, like they suppress technology. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that they've either developed it and discovered these new elements and they've just been like this is too much we can't release this people will freak out or roswell's real yeah they fun maybe no fun an alien but they fund the 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 vehicle and they've reversed engineered that but if you're into good ufo films watch fire in the sky um it's about loggers that you know were logging they see a bright light in the sky and one of them run towards it it goes missing uh, for five days and he turns up in a village completely fucking dehydrated and scared do you know i had a friend in school whose brother said I've, i never met his brother but it was one of those ones his brother uh, drove a car up to falkirk one night and they were in the car park and they were sitting in the car smoking a joint and he said a ufo came down and he did not it affected his life. Like, can I get the number for his dealer, man? Hi, <laughs> he was taking hash buckets. <laughs> <laughs> Me, mummy. It was like normally, if if you think that you've seen a UFO or a ghost or something, you'd think yes. 
but it supposedly fucked his head up and right, right. he never wanted to talk about it. But um, he was supposedly a really good artist and he drew it a couple of times. And But anytime somebody tried to bring it up, he was like, nah. Couldn't talk about it. Couldn't talk about it. It's World Mental Health Day today and it's a Sunday. The podcast will probably be out on Tuesday, but you're a therapist uh-huh. and I've I'm a fat, depressed pig. So I think the two... What a combination <laughs> that we are, mate. <laughs> I think it's a good combo. Aye, uh, but if it's World Mental Health Day, and I know I slag these kind of cold water therapy people and, like, these... You go away and you do a, a, a weekend course to become a therapist and stuff. But if, if you're listening to this and you do have mental health problems or anxiety... Um, from my own experience, I would say if you're too self-conscious to go to a GP, I would say phone um, the the Samaritans or something like Breathing Space. Then when you talk to someone like that over the phone, that might soften the blow of your anxiety mm-hmm. and you know make you realise that it's not that big a deal to go to your GP. Exactly what I've done. And then when I went to my GP, I sat there and I thought, what was all that hassle about? Mm-hmm. I wasted a year of my life building okay. this thing up in my brain to this impossible kind of thing. And I went there and there's something beautiful about talking to a stranger, by the way. You just get it off your chest. And then there's a process to that. If you've got addiction problems, they, they'll send you to a, a, like a specialist. Um, but you'll get to talk to somebody. Uh, obviously, it can go badly as well. I remember sitting with my therapist. I had a therapist and I had a... It was so long ago, I can't remember, right? But I remember telling this... I don't think she was a nurse, but I was like, yeah, look, I've not been sleeping for days. I'm absolutely fucked. Um, I don't know if I've said this in the podcast. I think so. I'm like, I'm absolutely fucked. I don't want to live. I can't sleep. I need help. And she done that. Why don't you have a nice glass of warm milk? I'm like, What? Give me fucking Scoobies. Scooby, Scooby, Scoobies. <laughs> and then the other, my actual therapist, uh, she was like, <laughs> why don't you do things to de-stress? And I was like, what do you do to de-stress? And she's like, oh, I just take my horse out in the field. I'm like, well, there's no fields in Springburn then. Mm-hmm. I go and fucking... <laughs> You've just told the exact reason why you shouldn't listen to anybody else about how you should fix your mental health or live your life because they're not you. Yeah, and they don't know you, and her advice is right. You don't. Everybody needs to de-stress, but the way that she de-stresses is not the way that you'll de-stress. Yeah. Um. And and I there's a lot of people out there try to prey on vulnerable people, and they've not got the answer either, mate. No, they don't know. So get to the experts. Get to the experts or phone the Samaritans. They mm. saved my life. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Right. So we'll go through the. Uh, I feel like I want to give a band a shout out, mate. I randomly listened to a band on Twitter the other day. They favorited one of my tweets and they're fucking amazing, man. They were called Old White Label. I think they they were a half decent band maybe like 10 years ago and through family, like people having wains and stuff, they've came back. And it's like dead uh, Hans Zimmery, like retro daft punk. And they're shit hot, man. I listen to their albums. I've got no connection to them whatsoever. But 
if you are into like weird Blade Runner kind of soundtrack stuff, um, go and check them out. When you're doing a podcast, you try to get material, so you're going through every fucking inch of your life. Maybe stuff that's not good enough for stand-up. So a couple of years ago, I was going out on a date with a girl that I really liked. Right. And I thought there might have been an opportunity that we would be making sweet love at the end of the night. Bump nugglies. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, I was like, ah, right, fuck it, man. I want to like look and feel good. So I think I was like 24 or something. And I was like, I've never shaved in my life. So one of my lassie pals told me about Veet. She was just like, go and buy Veet. She never said anything else. And I'm the type I get, I don't read instructions, right? I don't, oh, no. I don't read anything. Wow. Right. So. I got this. Strap in. <laughs> I strap in. So I got this uh, jug of Viet. Jug. Like a fucking cocktail. A bottle of Viet. Mate, it comes in the same fucking container as like filler. Aye. <laughs> like fucking polyfiller. So, no reading the instructions with Viet. There's a wee kind of shaver thing that comes with it. I ditched that in the bin and actually get a Gillette free. Went into my shower, right? And obviously you put V air your boss. I'm like that. F- the full fucking tub of V. Oh, me. Apart from my pits, I do my chest, my belly, and my boss. And I get my... And I put it in like sun lotion. And then I get my, my Gillette free. And I start shaving my chest. Holy fuck. I so st- basically you used hair removal cream as shaving cream? Yes. Oh my God, mate. Within maybe two to three minutes, I started to feel a tingle in my boss <laughs> that was like, I've never experienced a, a pain like it. It's like you've dipped your boss in a vat of acid. It was like something that was on your skin, you couldn't get it off and it was sinking into your skin. Uh-huh. So I managed to, re- I removed all the hair, but I was red raw, like to the point I was You're like... Bumped? Aye, I was burnt. Uh-huh. I basically get burnt through Vite. Uh-huh. And I thought, if I'm more lucky enough to have sex tonight, it's no happening. So we went out in the day and all night I was like, ah, I don't feel good. And basically I get chemical burn through uh-huh. Vite. Uh-huh. And I went to the clinic. and What clinic? The fucking Sandyford. Why did you go to the Sandyford for chemical burns? Right, that's another thing because <laughs> it was my boss. <laughs> I never realised that the Sandyford clinic was just for sex. Right, aye, you needed to go to the fucking Burns clinic. Mate, aye, you know so I needed to go to the hospital, oh but because God, I was right. 24, I was like, oh, my dick right. and my boys. What were their faces like when you explained what happened in the Sandyford? That's the thing, right? I went in to see the guy and I, sh- I pulled out my dick and my boys and it was all chemical burned to fuck. And he was like, uh, that's uh, straight away without even touching it or looking at it properly he's like that is um oh fuck Gon- gonorrhea is it no it's no gonorrhea what was the other ones um herpes what's the might have been herpes uh, like genital warts or something herpes like that, right? he was like what's the one that doesn't go away uh, herpes you've got it for life mate right so he's like ah, that's herpes right. and i was like no i've been using v and i think it's chemical burn and he's like nah you've got herpes right but I was like, then I said to him, but I've not had sex. <laughs> right. And he's like, nah, it's herpes. So I phoned NHS 24 and I was like, I went to the Sandyford, man. And 
the guy says I've got herpes, but I've not had sex in like a year. Right. And the the actual the nurse at first the nurse was like, Oh, that's a shame. And then a guy nurse came on and the guy was like laughing. Right. I was laughing and all and he's like, ah, mate, don't worry about it, man. It's fucking chemical burn. Uh-huh. Like you'll be alright. And uh-huh. I was alright, so Right. Fuck's sake, mate. I mean, just when you said I got a Mac free. Aye. I was like, oh no. I used a full tub, mate. I remember being in the the pub and the dancing wear. Even <laughs> if she did do that, oh let's go and have sex, like obviously nobody would say that in that's that way. But I'd be like, No, you're all right. I'm just mate. being a gentleman. So I used to go to the barber college. I I'd done the nine month course in being a barber. Right. I was being a, a prick. I basically <laughs> I was it's like you get a, a job placement, like a work placement and a barber's, but they give you an open razor. So see, to, nobody lets you, see when you're trying to be a barber, nobody lets you fucking try to cut their hair. Mate, why not? Aye. Mate, why not, mate? Aye, because I'm fucking burning my balls off. You're basically let like some cunt fucking practice with your self-esteem. Right, so basically what I've done was they give you an open razor to shave people. Mm-hmm. And one time in the house, I thought... Well, Took an open razor to your nuts, mate. More than that. I don't know why I'm talking like fucking Trump. <laughs> uh, I took the open razor and I shaved every single part of my body, apart from my head and my eyebrows. <coughs> I shaved my face to the neck down. Like so you'd neck down alopecia? Every single part of my hair. My tits, my, my tits, my my belly, my buzz. How many my, how my many arm. cuts? Not one fucking cut. Oh, you must have done good at that course then, mate. Amazing. Like and it took about six months for it all to grow back. It's actually it was that bad I was like, I've done something here. Like <laughs> some damage has been done <laughs> I've to ruined my chest there. Aye. So mate, how how weird a feeling is it when you get to that even with your boss or your chest, or I've I've done I've I've hair removal cream shaved everything as well. Earlier, mm. I think every guy, no many would admit this. I think you're kind of like putting yourself out there saying that you've done this. But how f- how weird does it feel when you get to the Velcro stage and you're like <laughs> moving about and your clays are like clinging to you? You're Aye. like pure like I your boxers are just fucking sticking to the wee jaggy hairs at your fucking balls. Mate. Remember when you were a wee guy and. Your sides when they attached to your head, you could pull them out. <laughs> you're like, oh, I can't wait until I get a beard. And then Ten years of your fucking adult life, you're like, I can't believe I'm shaving. Uh, I went for a colonic on oh, Friday. I, uh, I know this, but tell us how did it go? It was incredible. If you've been listening to the podcast, um, she was like that to me. Oh, so you've started a podcast? And I was like, uh, aye. Are you listening to it? She was like, no, no, yeah. And I'm like, good, thank fuck. <laughs> like, I'm talking about you. Hi, she was like, how should I? Are, we, are you basically are you talking about me? And I said, I kind of, as a joke though. Uh, but I get a colonic and I get a B12 jag and I get a vitamin C jag, mate. Right. But the, f- the vitamin C jag was basically into the side of my fucking kidney, I think. Like right here. Right. And it's still a wee bit sore, by the way. Aye. What, a fucking spinal tap or something I, she's done? Aye, mate. See, when I done a pee that night, uh-huh. I was looking at my pee and it was like a luminous yellow. Did it smell of sugar puffs? Aye. Uh, aye. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much, everyone, for 
tuning in and listening to the podcast. I want to have it free flowing and good natured banter with my pal Paul and uh, hopefully you you've enjoyed it. If you do enjoy it, can you please do me a favour? Can you share it? Even if you don't want to share it on social media, going to just put it in your WhatsApp groups and all that, because when it gets more traction, it does better. And I just want to thank everybody for donating a coffee so far, because it covers costs with the fucking production of this. So if you could continue to buy coffees, it would be appreciated. It's like £3 a coffee. If you can't, then that's alright. I just value you listening and, um, you know, we'll, we'll be back again. Class, so, mate. all the best, man. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.